Namaste, Namaskaram, Vanakam, Namo Namaha, Jai Ganesha. Please visit our website at classicalyoga.org and there is a donate button if you'd like to help us out. And please stand up for the Hindu, yoga, religious, spiritual, scientific, philosophical lifestyle. Did you know that Hinduism is the third largest religion in the world? Behind Christianity and Islam? And yet Christianity and Islam are really two of the youngest religions of the world. How did this come about? Well, when push comes to shove, when you ask a Christian what is their religion, they will tell you that they are a Christian. Yes, there's sectarian clashes for sure, but the bottom line is they admit that they are Christians and they know what their goal is to go to heaven. And be with Jesus. And how do they get there? By believing in Jesus and by reading their Bible. So Christian, Bible, Jesus, heaven, God. They know exactly who they are, where they're going, and what they need to employ to get there. Same thing with a Muslim. Yes, sectarian clashes for sure, but basically they have no problem saying that they are Muslims. They belong to the religion of Islam. And they know where they're going. They're going to be with Allah. And they know how to get there by reading the Quran and believing in Muhammad. So Islam, Muslim, Quran, Muhammad, and Allah. But ironically, paradoxically, when it comes to the Hindu dharma, or Hindus, or Indians, whatever they want to call themselves, when you ask them what is their religion, Nine times out of ten, you won't get a clear answer. First, they may balk at the word religion entirely. And secondly, they may say, oh no, I'm not a Hindu, I'm a Sanatanist. Oh no, I'm a Vedantist. Oh no, I'm a Hare Krishna. Oh no, I'm a Saiva. Oh no, I'm a Vaishnava. Oh, I'm all things. Oh, I am no religion at all. Oh, I just follow a lifestyle. And when you ask them what their goal is, they really don't know. They may say, Vaikuntha. They may so to see all as one. And when you ask them how they get there, again, fuzzy answers. So is it any wonder that there is such little respect for these people, whatever they choose to call themselves, because number one, they don't even know who they are. They can't agree on who they are. So let's try and break it down here. And the only motive here is to try and create a united Hindu family. So we'll go into the word Hindu, and obviously the words Sanatan Dharma, and the word religion, and also the notion of something being universal or eternal. So actually, by implication, the first word is Hindu, Sindhu, Hindu. And then actually the first written word is Ritta. Ritta is synonymous with Dharma. In the beginning of the Rig Veda, Agnimile Puruhitam Yajnasya Devam Ritvijam, victory to Bhumimata, to Mother Nature. We are a very earth-based religion as well as cosmological. Remember, there is a constellation in us. There's the river valley, Hindu, Indus. There are the people, the Hindu, the Hindus. 
and their practices. So Ritta is synonymous with Dharma. Dharma came next. So Ritta is actually the first written word. And it also translates into order, and this is Dharma. Dharma comes from Dri, meaning to hold, or the sense of order. Remember, Rittam Satyam Cha, truth and order. Satyam Rittam Cha. So we have Indu-Hindu, we have Ritta, then we have Dharma, and then it does mention eternal laws, Sanatan Dharma, but this was actually not really made popular until the later scriptures, the Puranas and the Bhagavad Gita. And interestingly, this is a, often a very a Vaishnava term. We'll get into that in a moment. But then we also have Brahmanism, when we use the suffix ism. That's the English for the practices of a people. And we are specific. We Hinduism is a recognizable, specific religion. Anyone who doesn't believe that has never really done their Purvapaksha on other religions and really much in-depth study of the specific Hindu yoga dharma. So then we also have Hinduism, the Hindu religion. So we have Indu-Hindu, Ritta dharma, Vedic dharma, Yoga dharma, Sanatan dharma, Brahmanism, Hinduism, the Hindu religion. Sabeka, Sarva, Ekam, these are all synonyms. So why, as Hindus, would we basically shoot ourselves in the foot by denying the word Hindu? Are we not then falling into the very trap of the colonizers, the MO of the colonizers, the elitists, who want to divorce us from our chosen tradition, as we Hindus can't even agree on who we are? But this word, Hindu-Hindu, where many often follow the cliché, I think promoted actually by non-Hindus or so-called universalists, where they want to divide us, they'll say that we can't find this word in the Hindu scriptures. Well, two things about that. Number one, we obviously know now that when people say Hindu, what we're talking about, it's in all the textbooks. So if we get rid of the word, it's going to have to be eradicated from all the textbooks, all studies on comparative religions. But think for a moment, in, you know, in the Christian Bible, you don't really find the words Christian. It comes later on in Acts, but it's not in the beginning. And even in the Torah, you don't find the word Jewish religion. But everybody knows that the Torah, the scripture of the Jews, the Bible with its New Testament especially, and affectionately, quote-unquote, the Old Testament, you really don't find the word Christians there. There's a reference to it in Acts, but it's very fleeting. But we all know that the Bible is the scripture of the, of the Christians. So we all know that the various scriptures are Hindu scriptures, Vedas, Agamas, Tantras, Mahabharata, Ramayana, Tirukkadal, Tirumantra, Puranas. These are not Christian scriptures, they're not Islamic scriptures. But interestingly, in the Rig Veda, we read in 984, Hindu or Hindu, 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 Samudra, Idiyarti, Vayubhir. So the Hindus, the Hindus were obviously talking to themselves and saying with the support of the breath, Vayub here, grab a hold, idiyarti, of the cosmic ocean within, samudra. Hindu samudra idiyarti vayub here. And they even refer to themselves as bindus sometimes. Puram bindu, vajri purush tutaha. Ancient soulful 
warrior. Bindu Indu Hindu, ancient soulful warrior. Puram Bindu Vajri Purush Tutaha. Also, we read, to paraphrase, Sharvato Svayan Sauchi Hindu Brihata Vaksimha Mahurabhuha Antar Kundalini Chakras Cha Antar Idda Pingala Madha Amritam Indra Madha. Flow on self purifying Indu Hindu with expansiveness, roaring again and again. Through the enclosures flow. May your intoxicating essence inebriate Indra. So they're talking to themselves as Indu Hindus. Imagine, let's go way back, and perhaps we were there, at the Indus River Valley, thousands and thousands of years ago. Imagine sitting there by the river on a moonlit night, full moon. We always do full moon kata, reminding us of the Atmana that's always there, but we just don't always perceive it, like the, the moon itself. We don't always see it, and sometimes we only see it in partiality, right? Hence, Puranamada, Puranamidam, Puranapuranamudachate, Puranasya Puranamadeya, Puranamivavashishyati. So we're sitting there, surrounded by our fellow Hindu Hindus. And remember, we're talking thousands and thousands of years ago. So everybody in that area was obviously a Hindu, following Hindu Dharma. And later the word India, an Indian came, right? And everybody was living in the land of what we now call India, or Bharatmata, and they were all Indian by ethnicity. But the world's very different now, obviously. Right? And how many of us actually come from the Indus River Valley? And sadly, we don't even, quote-unquote, own that anymore. We let that go, too. So we're sitting there on the banks of the Indus River, moonlit night. So we look up at the moon, and hence we get the word, Chandra. This is also for Shiva. Indu means moon, Chandra. So we see the moon. And then we look down into the river and we see the reflection of the moon. Hence, as Hindus, we come up with the important concept of Maya, the temporary world that we live in, the often illusory world that we live in. Are there two moons? Hmm. And then we close our eyes and we see the moon glow within. So we're by the river, Sarid, and we often look at the river as the Matajis. Hence we have the Shakti Sampradaya. And then we may scoop up a little bit of red earth, if you will. Later we made our kumkum eh? from turmeric and lime. And we put it on at the third eye point as a red dot, because now the sun has come up, right? And we see the sun outside, we see the sun inside, the Surya Narayan. So this becomes Surya Vishnu. And then we experience the bliss, the nectar, the soma, the inner soma of the Ananda. So in this word Hindu-Hindu, we have basically the entirety of the Hindu Yoga Dharma. Whether we say Ritta, Dharma, Vedi, Dharma, Yoga, Dharma, Sanatana, Dharma, Brahmanism, Hinduism, the Hindu religion we find the worship of the moon, Chandra and Shiva. We find the worship of the rivers, Sarir and the Matajis. We find the worship of the sun, Surya, Mahavishnu. And our goal, Atmadashana, the nectar of bliss, Soma, Ananda, Satchit, Ananda. 
And this becomes our yoking process. Hence, we came up with the word yuj or yoga. The many, many disciplines that really constitute the Hindu religion, Hindu dharma, Vedic dharma, yoga dharma. Yuj atman brahman cha, to yoke, Y-O-K-E, to this inner nectar of bliss, this atmana. And then, obviously, since we're surrounded by our fellow Hindus, there's a greater source just in the people around us. Not only one Atmana, but we have a community of Atmanas. Hence the term Brahman, the greater source of this Satchit Ananda. So very profoundly now, we know who we are. We're Indu Hindus. And we worship the moon and the rivers and the sun and the soul. We worship Shiva and Shakti, the Matajis, and Mahavishnu, and Atmadarshana, Paramodharma. So now we know we're Hindus, and our goal is to experience that Atmana, Atmadarshana, Paramodharma. This becomes our supreme duty in life, along with the other important duties. And we know how to get there. We yoke together, yuj, yoga, all of our bodies, body, mind, and emotions, as we move through this maya, this temporary illusory world, so three simple things that can bring us together as a united Hindu family. We are Hindus. We do yoga to reach Atmana. Three simple words. So just as the Christians know who they are, the Muslims know who they are, now, thousands of years later, are we ready to work together as a united Hindu family and admit who we are? We're Hindus. We do yoga, all of it, to reach Atmana. And remember, this general term within the Hindu dharma, yoga, is the entire lifestyle, the religious lifestyle of Hinduism. Karma yoga, Hindu ethics, bhakti yoga, Hindu devotions, raja yoga, Hindu contemplations, jnana yoga, Hindu studies outwardly and inwardly, hatha yoga, Hindu devotional postures, mantra yoga, Hindu devotional chants, japa yoga, Hindu chants on beads, nada yoga, Hindu music, bhajans, kirtan, nata yoga, Hindu dance, learn to dance through life like Nataraja. And all of this stimulates the inner awakening, the kundalini yoga. And again, thousands and thousands of years ago, we were all Hindus, Indians, living in India. And obviously that's where those words came from. India and Indian came from Indu. Now, obviously, Bharat is a wonderful word as well, but think of the word India. We play a little license with the word India. What is something that we Hindus need to do every day? Physically light our diyas, which is symbolically lighting or uncovering the dia within the India. Hmm. So yes, thousands and thousands of years ago, like in all cultures, people were from a specific place, following a specific tradition, but the world is very different today. So while we have three words, India, Indian, and Hindu, they can be very different. Remember, India is a country. And Indian is an ethnicity and or nationality. Hindu is the religion to which anyone can become or belong. This was the fault of all of these Indian gurus, if you will, who came to the West and started their 
yoga cults, many of them ended up in total disaster, and they really denied the word Hindu. Perhaps they were afraid of being rejected, afraid of losing their popularity, their status, their money, their organizations. Hmm. Just take, for example, the infamous Bikram Chowdhury. When he first came to America, he had no problem saying what he was doing was Hindu yoga. And he didn't even charge money. This is the way it's supposed to be. But he got corrupted very easily. He moved to California, got in with a Hollywood crowd. And specifically, Shirley MacLaine told him, look, Bikram, if you keep saying the words Hindu and you don't charge money, nobody's going to respect you. So he capitulated. And we know the sad story of what happened to him. He became extremely corrupt. He dropped the word Hindu, started making a big business out of his hot yoga. And remember, Hindus, way past time to stand up and be brave. All of today's yoga that is non-Hindu is hot yoga. It's stolen yoga. Why can't you be brave and stand up for the Hindu yoga dharma? And actually, this word Hindu-Hindu is not only found in the Rig Veda, it's also found in the Agamas. And remember, the Agamas are considered the fifth Veda. In the Saiva Agamas, for example, Guya Hehina Dusyati Eti Hindu. Which basically means that Hindus do not offend others and they do not feel inferior to others also. And in the Brihaspati Agama, Himalayam Samarabhya Nivat Indu Hindu. Sarovaram tam deva nirmittam desam hindustanam prachaksate. From the Himalayas to the Hindu, the Bindu Sarovara, this is the land of the Hindus. And remember, we're again talking thousands of years, thousands of years ago. The whole country was Indian, Hindu, India. But again, remember, there's three separate divisions now because obviously in this country of India, we have many different religions. We have many different ethnicities also, as well as many different languages. No longer are people just speaking Sanskrit or Tamil. But ironically, English is actually the common language. Over a thousand years ago in the Avesta, the scripture of the Zoroastrians, or the Farsis, which now have residence in India, they refer to us as Hapta Hindus from Sapta Sindhu. Back in 700 BCE, the Qin dynasty actually referred to us as Hindus, Hindus. So in today's world, we are known as Hindus. So be proud to be a Hindu. And obviously now, with English being the common language around the world. And that's okay because it's a secular language. Remember, Sanskrit, Tamil, these are religious languages. These are the Hindu religious languages. That's why it's so insulting when people use Sanskrit, Tamil terms and then completely deny that this is all about the Hindu dharma, Hindu religion. And religion also is a very important word to clarify and to use as Hindus. And we do anyway, because all of us, when we incorporate our organizations, especially in the West, they're not under dharma, they're under religious nonprofit status. When you go to a hospital and fill out a form, it says religion. And generally, what do you put? You put Hindu. 
You don't put Sanatana Dharma. You don't put Ritta. You don't put Vedic. And again, all the textbooks, the books on comparative religions, which is the scholarly term to recognize the different traditions of the world. Of course, as Hindus, among ourselves, dharma is the better word, but if we don't use religion, we're being disingenuous, we're being dishonest. We would have to then deny all of our incorporations. And when you file a discrimination suit, it's not on dharma it's a re or spirituality. It's a religious discrimination suit. So we can use this word, obviously, but with clarification. Because remember, religion also is defined as adoration of God, and that's a word that really shouldn't be part of our Hindu lexicon. Remember, God is an Anglo-Saxon term and does refer to a one male as opposed to God as creator being. This is not Hindu dharma. We as Hindus have our ishtadevatas, yes, both male and female. But actually, unless we are a fundamentalist, Hindu, we don't look to one creator being. When it came to that topic, the rishis simply said, Ka, who knows? We don't know. Could have been a male deity that created everything. Could have been a female deity. Certainly there are the primal forces, Satchitananda, but basically who knows? And do any of us really know? And we use the word Sanatan, meaning eternal. But come on, folks. Who among us knows really what is eternal? And do we really think that Sanskrit, Tamil, are the eternal languages. So we use that word sanatan, but please remember that this is simply a recognition of the eternal nature that is creation itself, which again shows that we do not believe in a creator, which would mean that there was nothing and then a creator created everything. Well, we believe in an eternal nature that is creation. And of course, within this ancient and contemporary Hindu dharma, which is so old and there's so much to it, yes, there are some profound, profound understanding of natural laws of life. This is what we mean when we say dharma and sanatana dharma. For all intents and purposes, some, some laws that seem to work. We have our sva dharma, we have our ritta dharma, varnashrama dharma, ashrama dharma. Basic laws of life, but other cultures have those too. And remember that there are ancient cultures like the aboriginals from Australia, and before we poo-poo them because they're smaller perhaps or less known or maybe they don't have the profound written scriptures that others do, are we then going to deny their profundity? The aboriginals of Australia date their culture back 40,000 years. So we want to get over this Hinduism as the oldest or Sanatana Dharma as the oldest tradition the eternal tradition, so who knows when it comes to those things. But however, being proud of the antiquity of Sanatana Dharma, or Hindu Dharma, and then to do nothing about it, and to so blatantly let it be so distorted for thousands of years, hmm, shame on us. And for those of you who haven't really stopped to think that the Hindu Yoga Dharma has been and continues to be distorted almost beyond recognition. You're really living in a delusion. You all know the history of the many, many invasions into India, and by extension into the Hindu yoga, dharma, from the Greeks to the Persians, the Chinese, the Dutch, the French, the Portuguese, 
the Catholic Christians, the Anglican Christians under the British Raj. To this very day, people are not really respecting the Hindu Dharma. They're taking from it, as they've always done. They're extrapolating out our sacred teachings and practices and ironically, paradoxically, in a very cowardly way, many Hindus, Indians, whatever they call themselves, are actually capitulating to this spurious yoga movement, for example. We find Hindus, and even the Hindu University of America, who purports to be standing up for Hinduism, they have webinars where they not only feature non-Hindus, teachers, but also those who would call themselves Hindus like Sri Ram Sarovatham, who purports to be a certified yoga teacher, having capitulated to the Yoga Alliance, which is totally a non-Hindu organization, and they're not creating Hindu teachers, and they're having them read scriptures that are basically Hindu scriptures, the Yoga Sutras, the Bhagavad Gita, etc., if this is so universal, why don't they also study the Quran and the Bible? No, our Hindu yoga teachings and practices are being totally distorted, almost beyond recognition. These 200-hour certifications, I mean, this is absolutely incredible. How any, especially an Indian Hindu, can fall for this nonsense when they've spent decades and decades in their various fields of study, and we have people who in as little as 200 hours become professional yogis and they're not even Hindus. Wow. So if you were to ask people today about yoga, about Ayurveda, chakras, kundalini, the words guru, mantra, karma, if this had anything to do with Hinduism, most people are absolutely clueless. So here's a little something for all of you to seriously think about. So why are Ayurveda, chakras, kundalini, a new age thing but not Hindu? Why is karma just anything but not Hindu? Why is a mantra any repetition but not Hindu? And why is a pundit merely a politician and not a perohit? And it gets worse, sadly. Why are Arya and Swastika about an evil race? Why are they not about a holy place? And why does it take us so long to correct these injustices? Kudos that we're doing it, but why does it take us so long? And of course, the original homeland is now the troubled nation of Pakistan. And many make fun of the Bindu. You know they do. We had the dot busters back in New Jersey some years ago. And why are many afraid of the word Hindu, even you Hindus? And why is a guru, just anybody, diet guru, fitness guru, Wall Street guru, try that one time with imam, see how far you get. And why, why is yoga an exercise for money? And the Hindus are not even given credit for the numerals and especially zero. We Hindus need to look in the mirror. For if we continue to capitulate rather than educate, the dharma will only continue to deteriorate. And please do not be under the delusion that people are really respecting the Hindu yoga dharma. They are not. And anybody who's been in this long enough and confronted this Sparious Yoga Movement, and all these yoga teachers that have their own brands, Kino's Yoga, Adrian's Yoga, etc., etc. They'll blatantly say they're not Hindus. They want nothing to do with Hindu Dharma. 
And these people are teaching in public venues, hospitals, schools. And you know, a real Hindu yogi, Swami, they couldn't teach there. They wouldn't be allowed. Because one, they'd be teaching the religion. And two, because they're not certified under this elitist yoga alliance, which many Indians actually capitulate to. Go figure. Go find a spine, Hindus. Whether you know it or not, many non-Indians, certainly non-Hindus, they look at many of us, especially the male Indian Hindus, if they call themselves Hindus, as very weak, complacent, very little respect for us. True, you may have tremendous academic achievements, but if you call yourself a Hindu and you don't stand up for the Dharma, you're simply being cowardly. Look at the very first deity that we should be beseeching, Mahaganapati. Look at his symbolism of standing up, even in the face of Mahadev. We have to learn to stand up for the Dharma, stand up for truth, for principles. And you're not always going to win. You're going to lose, but at least you'll get respect. Hold on to the Dharma. Hold on to the good things. That's Ganesha's Pasaura's rope. Let go of the negative things. Don't hold on to the wrong things. Why hold on to God? To caste? To the spurious yoga alliance? Yoga certifications? You should let those things go. You need to find your inner warrior. As my Mataji always said, nobody respects a coward. Truly, we do get little to no respect. Yes, they're taking everything all the different aspects of yoga and Ayurveda, but they're not becoming Hindus. They're not even recognizing that this is Hinduism. And they're actually shunning Hindus. And those of us who are proud to be Hindus know this for sure. We just get shunned totally. Ironically, not only by the phony yoga people, but by the Hindus who probably are influenced by a very bizarre universal mindset where they think that the Hindu dharma, or saying Sanatana dharma, is the religion that absorbs everything else. Sadly, a lot of this comes from the Vaishnava tradition where they read in the Gita that Krishna takes on all forms or becomes everything, and therefore they have no problem worshipping Jesus, etc. This is so detrimental, so disrespectful, really, not only to Hinduism, but to the other religions also. Take to heart the words of uh, Swami Vivekananda and many others who stood up for the Dharma. And Swamiji had no problem calling his fellow Hindus cowards, weaklings. He said, when the name Hindu sends a galvanic shock through your entire being, then and then alone are you a Hindu. And when you come to the aid of any Hindu in distress, then and then alone are you a Hindu. Be proud to be a Hindu. Find your warrior spirit epitomized by Durgama and Skanda Muruga and Krishna and Hanumanji. Remember, we're Hindus. Hindu samudra idhyarthi vayubhir. We do yoga, all of it. Yoga, samana, parivam, sapta, shravata, ratugat. To reach our goal of atma darshana, vidma hitva sahasras atman. Hindu, yoga, atman. So rather than being the dreaded H-word, actually a paper written by Nitin Shah, where he stood up for the word Hindu, rather than the dreaded word Hindu, make it a fully respected word. We are Hindus, we do yoga to reach Atmana. 
Say to yourself, I've got a dot on my head, and it's really, really red. It's a Bindu because I'm a Hindu, and I am proud to be a Hindu. What about you? And I do yoga because it's Hindu, karma, bhakti, hatha is to, rajagyana. It's all yoga. It's all Hindu. It's not boga or bogas. Stand up for the Hindu yoga, dharma, just like Ganesha is. Tatvam asi jyoti shakti ananda shanti satchit ananda. Om shanti shanti shanti. And remember that peace is not merely the absence of conflict, but the presence of justice. Stand tall for the Hindu yoga dharma. And when you use this Sanskrit, Tamil, Hindu word, yoga, yogam, make sure you clarify that it essentially means yujatman brahman cha, to yoke to one's atmana and brahman. Now we're deep into Hinduism. And use the proper prefix. Don't make yoga just synonymous with hatha yoga. And of all the Hindu yogas, the only one that the rishis said to keep secret was hatha yoga. The very one that's way out there today. And when we say way out, we mean way out. Because of weak Indians, Hindus, whatever they choose to call themselves, we have all of these scandals that resulted from the misuse of the Sanskrit, Tamil, Hindu word yoga, yogam. And why we have hot yoga and power yoga and doggy yoga and laughter yoga and nude yoga and goat yoga and beer yoga and Ted's yoga and Mary's yoga and Kino's yoga ad nauseum. When it comes to the Hatha Yoga postures, which we find detailed, obviously, in the Hatha Yoga Pradipika, the Giranda Samhita, Siva Samhita, Siddhasarantabhadati of Yogi Garakanath, all of these devout Hindu Hindus said, as Yogi Swatmanama said, Hatha Vidya Bhaveda Yavate Guya Niveratu Prakash Avaranam. This knowledge vidya of hatha is powerful bhaveda when you keep it secret guya and loses power niveda when displayed prakashavaranam. So the secret is out, it's way out. When secret is supposed to be sacred. Be proud to be a Hindu. Namaste. Namaskaram vanakam. Namo namaha.